It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I had a subscriber recently asked me to review a blog post that was just recently published. Uh, this blog post looks like it was published uh, last month, so it's about a month ago. And uh, it was published by Alexander Hilton. Now, I don't know Alexander, but I'm going to go ahead and read through this. Looks like he has some Scrum Alliance credentials as well as some PMP credentials and more. So uh, maybe a good read. So let's take a look. This has to do with, he calls it the ABCs of behavior, how to improve your retro. Now, if you know me, you know that retros are one of the most critical things that, or at least I feel it's one of the most critical things in the whole Scrum framework. So agile methodologies like Scrum emphasize continuous improvement through reflection and adaptation. It is why these methodologies are often so successful. One example of a key continuous improvement, uh, a continuous improvement event in the Scrum framework is the sprint retrospective. I would correct it there and say a continual, and that's what threw me off there. So one example of a key continual improvement in uh, the Scrum framework is the retrospective, which provides an opportunity for the team to reflect on a previous sprint and identify areas for improvement. So far, so good. Alexander nailed it. If you have ever been in a retrospective, the root cause analysis session, you know where these events can get tense. Facts. Blame games often come up where people accuse others of how they acted, often to focus on what behavior caused the consequence. And the session is geared to see what was behind various behaviors, and uh, it should be geared to see what is behind various behaviors and not who is to blame. Let's pause there. I think sometimes we need to get the finger pointing or mud slinging, as I call it, out of the way. And I know it sounds so terrible when I say it, but as long as it doesn't turn into a bullying session, I don't mind if the team vents a little bit. I don't mind if they express their opinion or talk about what's going on. I think it's important to let them get those things out. But if we're trying to do root cause analysis and get past the who did it, uh, you can use fishbone or five whys, or there's so many things you can do, Ishikawa. It's just there's so many different ways that you can get to that root cause. And I think it's important to have a strong Scrum Master Agile coach that understands how to execute these things. And he goes into a conversation about the ABCs of behavior. There's a basic approach to model behavior to help understand uh, to help understand the behaviors and how to address the underlying causes as a result of understanding behaviors. So during a retrospective, a Scrum Master or coach can use these to analyze what's taking place and get to the root cause uh, and break things down. So what are the ABCs? Let's get right to it. So the ABCs of behavior, it's a commonly used acronym in psychology. And here's the analysis of what it stands for. So the A is for antecedent. Uh, this refers to the event or situation that occurs before the behavior takes place. Antecedents can include things like instructions, cues, prompts, or environmental factors. Antecedents are the, the premise for what all psychology studies are based on. So it just makes sense to have one here. The B is for behavior. This refers to the observable actions, responses, or reactions that an individual exhibits in response to the antecedent. Behaviors can be positive, negative, or even neutral. And of course, the C is the consequence. This refers to the event that occurs immediately after a behavior and can either reinforce or punish the behavior. Consequences can include rewards, feedback, social interaction, or other environmental factors. By analyzing the ABCs of behavior, behavioral analysis, uh, behavior analysts, can gain a better understanding of why certain behaviors occur and develop effective strategies for trying to modify them. Okay. 
you nerded out on us for a minute there, Alexander. I, I get that you're using the psychology approach, and as a psychologist, I appreciate it. But I don't know that people are going to be able to tie this back. So I'm hoping that you can tie this back to retros. So let's see where we're going with it. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. He gets into a very uh, hard example about software, and he talks about poor code quality. Instead of pointing fingers at people, he says, um, are there specific parts of code base that tend to have more issues than others? Are certain developers who struggle more producing high quality code? That seems like a call out to me. I guess what I'm trying to say is while I agree ABC is important here, I think the antecedent needs to be what were events in our timeline that affected our ability to flow? What were the cause of these events happening and could they have been avoided? I think if we look at things from that perspective about how things interrupted our flow, that might help us discover the true antecedent. The behavior is as a result, it threw our timeline off. Fact, or as a result, it made us unable to complete a certain thing. And I think that that's probably the easiest part. But the consequence is, as a result, we were unable to finish the items that we were committed to for that sprint, or whatever the case may be. Either way, I think that it's just important for us to be able to tie it back to the actual Scrum events or to our Agile events so that we can make this make sense. So I see where you were going with ABCs, and I see why someone sent it over to me. This is a powerful tool for root cause analysis, and it doesn't matter what you're trying to do, whether you're building a product or service, whether you're in a manufacturing plant, or whether you're building software or hardware. It doesn't matter. This applies across the board. I think it helps you frame up the questions and avoids the blame game, but I think that it provides a practical and effective framework for problem solving that helps teams continually improve their process and outcomes over time. All facts there. So I think overall, Alexander, you did a great job. Uh, I, I just wish we had more of a tie in a retrospectives. I think that where he was going with this is that instead of in a, in a retrospective playing the blame game, that this is another technique that we can use to avoid pointing fingers and to steer us in the direction of what caused things to happen event-wise inside of or outside of our control and how can we better manage those events in the future. That's going to do it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a topic you want us to review or even a blog post like this other lady did, you know, feel free to send it over to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.